Welcome to another episode of I Quit My Job. I'm Slowly Puss One. In tonight's episode, we have KG, otherwise known as the Youth Whisperer, <laughs> otherwise known as Coach, otherwise known as the Promoter. <laughs> this is, if you know the mayor, <laughs> this is the ambassador for Toronto. But without a doubt, let me uh, bring in KG. He's going to explain who he is. He's going to give his own bio. I can't really do his bio. So, KG, first of all, man, I want to thank you for showing up. No doubt, no doubt. It was a pleasure, man. I appreciate you. Respect for showing up on this podcast. I know, it's hot, it's hot. It's a pin studio. It's all good. This guy, he sweats it out, but you know, you know how that is. So, why don't you just kind of explain where you are right now, who you are, and so everybody can be caught up with who you are. Well, first of all, my name is Karim Grant. I'm an entrepreneur, businessman, social worker, coach, trainer. Uh, jack of all trades, master of none, I like to say. <laughs> but uh, most of all, I'm a father to my kids and just, uh, you know, a God-fearing man. That's, that's, that's pretty much it. So right now, uh, I'm, I'm, I do a lot of social work. Uh, I, r- I help run an organization called Neighborhood Without Borders. I also work for the City of Toronto. I also coach a, a team called the GTA All-Stars. I also uh, I have a company called Make It Happen Entertainment as well. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So I just saw, like, you're all over social media as that Deion Sanders. I coach a semi-pro team that, that does a lot of a lot of work for um, young men who are doing things after university, after um, you know pro life, after high school, and giving them an opportunity, a platform to to continue and play their sport and do it at a very high level and to to really enjoy themselves and. and, and it, so it's really like semi-professional. You're not oh, professional, nice, nice. but you are playing like a professional. I was wondering why those yeah. guys are a little bit big. I'm yeah, like, they're big and grown. It's grown men. Okay, okay. It's it's above a bear league. It's it's more like <laughs> it, it's more like uh, guys who are yeah. really serious about the craft and right, really serious right, about the right, sport right. and want to continue playing at a high level. Right. Oh, that's so. You're gonna see me sweating a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. It's very hot in this studio. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why he's not sweating. I'm not sweating because I'm a little bit used to it. He's cool as a cucumber. <laughs> I don't understand, but it, it, right. So, uh, as we're here on the podcast, I quit my job. So, why don't you explain some of the things how you changed your career from a pro football player to now? Like, <laughs> so I mean, I, I woke up one day and I was just like, man, I'm not in control of my life anymore. Oh, I was like, I was going to practice, studying my playbook. I was, um, you know, it's it's different because everyone who quits the game of football usually is because of injury or because it's um, you know, something else happens, right? Something really bad. But for me, it was just like, yo, I don't want to grow up. I don't want my son growing up mm-hmm. not knowing me. And oh I was wow. realizing that I wasn't in his life anymore. Oh, wow. And I was just, I was in and out. I was going to camp. I was getting cut. I was going to, you know, playing the season, you know, uh, finishing the season, to come back. And I'm like, yo, this guy just grew like two or three inches. I, I wasn't there for that, right? Wow. And then I realized... I also realized that at the same time, I was not in control of my situation. At any point in time, my coach could say, yo, c- can you come bring me your playbook? And when they say, can you come bring me your playbook, that means you're cut. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's, oh, that's, nice. that's the terminology oh, wow. they use. Yeah, <laughs> so if you ever watch Hard Knocks on, 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 on uh, HBO, yes, yes. Th- they say, yo, bring your playbook with you. Oh, that's, that's it. Oh, it's a wrap. So right. how, how does that feel, man, when they, when they say that? Like it, it's, not, it's the worst feeling in the world. It's like somebody saying, okay, here's all the candy. We, 
give it back your candy, right? Mm -hmm. Give them all the candy you want. Mm -hmm. And then say, give it back to me after five minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's one of the worst feelings in the world. You don't want to go through that. So then I was just like, I do not want to be, I don't want to have somebody else in control of my destiny. So I said, let me quit. Let me get something more, let me get something more stable. And let me just be there for my kids. Oh, wow. You know, because I need to be there just to watch my, at the time I had my, my son, my, my daughter was just born. And I was just like, you know what, I, I need to be there for them and, and, and be there to see them mature and become the, the people they are, the great people they are right oh now. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. So did you say to them, to anyone, like, hey, well, I quit? Or how does it work, like, in, in that kind of a profession? Um, you just, you know what, I had two contracts on the table. I had um, a, a CFL contract and an arena football contract. And I just said, you know what, uh, thank you, but no thank you. Oh, wow. When I just got a job, I, I think my, my first job, I was making $35,000 a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so even before I, that. I had, I had, I had uh, you know, I had benefits. Right. And I had vacation days. Right, Which right, I had never right. had before. I was like, yo, vacation? You get paid for vacation? Oh, wow, wow. That's so you're crazy. coming fresh into yeah. this. Yeah. I didn't even, I, I didn't understand the whole nine to five thing. I didn't right, know how to right. dress. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, okay, let me figure this thing out. Right? Okay, so now you quit. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know how the guarantee income and income works within the football range. Yeah. So now you quit. You're at home mm -hmm. or wherever you're at. Mm -hmm. When was that moment to say, shit, what am I going to do next? Um, and, and explain that moment and, and how you got to I've always, always, always uh, like working with kids, like working with youth, like mm -hmm. changing their trajectory and making sure that they have the best possible outcomes for their lives. And I was like, I got to do something within that realm. You know, I went to school for that. I went to school to study... Um, uh, recreation management. Oh, okay. So okay, I was always, okay, okay. always, always working with kids, always working with young adults, and and so I said, you know what, I want to do something within that realm. Mm -hmm. And so it was a it was an easy progression. I was able to get a job at an agency called Tropicana Community Services. Right, 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 right. Shout out to Tropicana. They gave me my first job. My right. first real job ever was Tropicana Community Services. Oh, man. And I just realized that that was something I wanted to do and, and just be a, a youth facilitator. I think that was my, my title at the time. And just help youth do things and, and do things at a greater level, at a higher clip. And, and, you know, keep them away from the things that they're not supposed to be doing kind of thing. Right? Oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Now, is there anything else that you've done where you say, hey, I've transformed now to here? I'm making my transformation to being football coach. To yeah, to I've, I've never stopped having that competitive drive in me, right? So even oh when no. I left, right. I became a coach. Like I would go to my son's games and watch uh, these coaches coach, and I'd be like, man, these guys are terrible. Okay. These guys don't know the game. They don't know basketball. They don't know football. And so I, I actually became a, a basketball coach first. Oh, okay. And so that's what kind of got me into the, the whole coaching atmosphere. And so from there, I kind of uh, segued into to football as, as, a, you know, as my son started to, to, to love the game as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then people started you know, saying, hey, you're not playing anymore. Why don't you come help me out? Come help out here. And I said, all right, cool. You know, so I, I, I became more well-known as a volunteer coach and, and doing things on, on different levels. And I started personal training. Right. And I started realizing that I can get kids to a higher level, not just in school, but uh, academics, mm. and, and get them to a level where they can, uh, you know, maybe actualize a Division One scholarship. Oh so nice, I was able to help nice. a lot of kids get Division One scholarships at early age. Wow. And so I had a lot of success with that early on. And right, so that was, right. you know, one of the things that – I really um, hedge my bets on is really trying to help them get to the next level, not just, 
university in Canada, but like maybe university in the states as well wow, too. Wow. I was just really I was a man, I was a man for the people, this, especially right. uh, disadvantaged and and underprivileged uh, young black men or young black youth who were in the in, in the neighborhoods that I grew up in that I couldn't that that didn't didn't have what I what I had. Right. And I didn't really have much either. But I wish I always said to myself, I wish I had myself growing up. Okay. And so when okay. I, you know, okay. when I, when you put that into perspective, like mm -hmm. imagine you had yourself growing up. Imagine right. you, imagine you knew what you knew back then. Oh man. What you knew now, what you back then, right? It, it's it, it'll be a totally it's a different, different atmosphere. Different ball right? game. It'll be a different ball game. So after you've done that and you realize this is where you're gonna go now, you're mm -hmm. gonna, you know, you're gonna transform into the whole social society and yeah. help. And what was the turning point like from your lived experience? to where you are now in terms of working on your own, doing multiple things to generate that revenue and to also give back? I mean, my whole life I was giving back. I mean, I feel like I've always stopped to try to help somebody at some point somewhere and give them a bit of knowledge and to give them a bit of time. And I think that if you give somebody some knowledge and time, that's, you know, that's irreplaceable mm -hmm. and it's immeasurable. So once you, once I, I was always able to, to help out other people. And I've learned that from, you know, just being around others that were helping me and that right. kind of stuff. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, I, I learned from others who, who came before me that, that, that showed me the, the, the right way to do things. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, know, I, I had a great group of, you know, a, a, of individuals, young men that were also great fathers. Right. Young fathers, but great fathers, mm -hmm. always there for their kids. No matter mm -hmm. what the situation was, mm -hmm. we're always, always 100% there for our kids. And that was, for me, that was you know, essential to, to everything that I did. So, like, on your story is already inspirational, man. Just, you know how see how Toronto is, or even just Ontario. Right. There's a lot of young cats who are now, you know, pros. Right. Uh, it doesn't have to be like the top level pros, but they're in pro careers, mm -hmm. you know, making a living for themselves. Mm -hmm. So within your lived experience of like, you know, saying, hey, I quit football, transitioning from a pro career. What are some of the things and gems that you could leave back to some of the viewers who are listening or just who you inspire in, in, in silence? Man, uh, for me, it's, you know, growing up, my dad used to always preach to me to read, 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 always learn about your craft, learn about the things that interest you, learn about the, the people that interest you. So that gave me the mindset of always wanting to always have a backup plan and understand that, you know, this, this, this game uh, of life is, 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 is a chaptered book, right? right? And there's different chapters in your book that you have to make work and so the chapter of my life uh, you can call it you know my pro life where I played professional football and understand that you know once you flip that page what's the next step and yeah. so you got to prepare yourself while you're in that realm for the next horizon right? right and so for me I was always thinking you know what's next what's next what's next and, uh, and so I I like I said before I love working with the, the youth I love working with kids I love working and changing their trajectories and making sure that they have the right path to success more so than I, more so than I did. And, you know, and, and so if they, if they have more than I did, then that's a lot then that they can share with others as well, too. Right, so it's right. like a trickle-down effect, right? Right, right. So, so really, that's one of the gems that I learned to always have a backup plan, always to read, always to kno do the knowledge, right? Do the knowledge, like, you know what I mean? So I grew up uh, learning about doing the knowledge, uh, understanding uh, the math and sciences of, of everything that you want to be become a part of. Because if you don't understand the intricacies of everything, it's just going to swallow you up right. and spit you right. out. And right. you see a lot of athletes, after they leave the game, 
that's it, they're done. They're done. We don't know what happens to them, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's really the good ones that are able to parlay their next level of interest into something really great and powerful. And I grew up in a single parent home. Um, I had a great village around me though. I had some uncles, some, some, some great cousins, some, some just good friends around me to help me and show me the way. And I had a really strong mom who, you know, who was able to get her degree while she was, you know, raising me while working a full-time job. So it, it can be done. Like there's, there are a lot of success stories with, with the single parenthood. Um, there, are, there are single moms that do struggle and, uh, and, and, and th there are resources out there for them to access. So my thing is it, I want to be the conduit in between um, the information and the person who needs that information. Right, so right, I would bring right, them that right. information and say, listen, hey, this is where you can go to get that basketball camp or that you know, chess club or the dancing uh, dance club for your son and your daughter mm -hmm. you know, that you can get them involved in so they can stay off the streets. Right. And they're like, oh, I didn't even know about that. That's right. what I do. The pool set right, right there. Right. And so it's like these things, like it's right, be it's right at the f our fingertips now. Mm -hmm basically, right under our noses, mm -hmm. and we don't know about it because it's the, it the accessibility is not always there. Right, so right. So, oh, man, those are gems right mm -hmm. there. And so this is what it's all about. I Quit My Job podcast. Mm -hmm. It's all about the ordinary stories that leads to uh, extraordinary inspirations. And uh, my man right here, he's been an inspiration for a while, you know. So uh, we're going to wrap it up, and I really appreciate you coming by, bro, and dropping no them gems. No and doubt, just brother. keep doing what you're doing. And, and because you're doing things, how do, how do the folks get a hold of you? Like, well, I mean, I got, I got a number of, I've got a number of IG handles. The main one, uh, obviously, is the Grand Slant. Uh, I, I do a lot of my communication there. I got the Youth Whisperer. I also have my uh, my other business, Make It Happen Entertainment, where right, I do right. all my, uh, my, my events and parties and that kind of stuff. So nice, hit me nice up. Nice. Let me know. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you want to do. Let's build. Let's collaborate. Let's get out there. Right. Okay, one more thing. Talk about that, uh, your nonprofit. Without borders. Okay, so neighborhood without borders, yes, is a great, a great, great uh, nonprofit that that's that's, that's uh, really located right now in Malvern, Galloway, and Jane and Finch, and we mm -hmm. just operate out of love and sincerity and just mm -hmm. giving back to the community and, and, and providing programs and spaces where where kids can build and do great things. Right, right. right. And so we we have the build program, we have the GS program, all these programs that are, are focused around engaging youth in some sort of way, mm -hmm. but putting them on a, on, on a level where they can uh, do things professionally at some point, right. as well as do things socially, uh, mm -hmm. be social engineers, uh, as well as if they want to be mathematical engineers, that kind of stuff. So we try to uh, provide that platform for that. For that oh, nice, nice, nice. I appreciate you sharing that, brother. Absolutely. Somewhere absolutely. down the line, we're going to connect and make this thing happen even more. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, thank you for sh uh, taking that time to come in and uh, chilling with us. I'm Slowly Plus One, and this is I Quit My Job Podcast. Look out for the next episode. We appreciate you. Peace. Peace. Thank you, brother. <laughs>